Love. You know, a lot of people don't know this, but check my dad out. He has singles actually to the same tune as the alphabet song. <laughs> people didn't realize, people don't realize that. Yeah. Also owned by Michael Jackson's estate. <laughs> <laughs> That's not, they ain't, they ain't true no more. No, I know. That ain't true no more. It, it, used, to, it used to be true. Hey, but <laughs> wait, really? I'll, I'll think your fucking jokes, pals. Uh, happy birthday's in the public domain now. Yeah. We, can sing, we can sing it right now. Do you guys want to do a rousing rendition? How long does it take? A hundred years? To sing happy birthday? No, no usually like 30 seconds. A hundred years to stop having own... it sung to you. <laughs> that's what I'm hoping for. Wow, that's, <laughs> that was strikingly clever, actually. <laughs> do, you think, do you think they'll... They, they must not bother... There's like got to be a whole slate of birthdays where no one sings happy birthday to you. You mean just based on how old you are? I mean, it's just I don't like, know. What are we going to sing for a fucking 33? It feels Oh, like my aunt leaves me a voicemail every year and uh, I'm 33 and I think I got one. That's very oh. sweet. Do you not listen to it? But she always sings like a weird version. Oh, she always sings the Alice in Wonderland, a very merry birthday. Uh, but on my birthday. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, I'm not sure what's going on there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys got a wacky on? That's very, that's very aunt energy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly, there she's a little bit twisted. I feel like as an adult, when if you're in a situation where people are singing happy birthday, at least three quarters of the people are like, fucking kill me the whole time they're singing. I Part of me is like, I feel like it's a little like childish to not want to sing happy birthday. Like, I feel like there's a little bit of like that teenager in me being like, Oh, I want to fucking sing. But also, it objectively sucks for everybody involved, and yet we still do it. Well, I hate it when I, it's my birthday, and you're like cornered into like the, ha, ah, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. Yeah, there's my no birthday. good side of it. It's a real it's yeah. a real standoff. If anyone could tell us what face I'm supposed to make when being sung happy birthday, <laughs> that, that would be it, very helpful It's the me. kind of thing where like, oh, yeah, the fucking narcissist in me, I should just be owning this. I should be like, oh, yeah. yes, happy birthday to me. <laughs> How old am I? Let's find out together. You should sing. You sing with everyone when they sing to you. Yeah, he's I like it. Sing everybody. I asked for the, the other verses of Happy Birthday that, <laughs> yeah, have, so that people don't know. People don't know. They talk about like slaves. It's weird. <laughs> well, <laughs> like the Star Spangled Banner. Yeah. That was the yeah, reference yeah, I was yeah. going for. Not that the Happy Birthday song by Patty and Mildred Hill referenced slavery. God, good pull there, pal. Hey, I, hey, I know who wrote. Hey, I like to give them their due. <laughs> Here's what you do when we people credit happy, artists. When people sing Happy Birthday to you, at the end you go, copyright Patty and Mildred Hill, 190 <laughs> whatever. Look, I've been to your house. Joey only knows this because he has that coffee table book of Mildred's. He just <laughs> Every, knows all his Mildred Mildred's facts. Mildred's A to Z. <laughs> <laughs> They're mostly under M. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's 25 it's, empty pages yeah. and then one enormous section. It's a I, book that's mostly middle. Yeah. <laughs> I get out my little uh, my little inspector's glass and I, <laughs> I read about the Mildred of the day. That's what we call it. It's an event at my house. 
Yeah, that's why you get, and then you always awkwardly try to work it into conversation. <laughs> Have you seen my big book of Mildred? Like, oh, someone learned a new Mildred that he was dying to bring up. <laughs> I do wonder how many famous Mildreds there's been. Because I'm dang, they're cutting them. There ain't, there ain't a lot in these days. There was a sandwich shop by my house that went out of business called Mildred. Yeah, of course. I've read about it. So, a yeah, famous I, sandwich shop? Um, <laughs> they all claim to be famous. Yeah, I, I mean, know. every restaurant. The yeah, famous sandwich. Uh-huh. It's like the famous sandwich. <laughs> you invented the sandwich here in yeah. Madison, Wisconsin? I mean, someone got to be, the Earl of Sandwich got to be like, this is my thing. I invented meat and bread. The Earl of Sandwich feels like an insult you'd call someone who's <laughs> like eating a lot of sandwiches lately. <laughs> if that was like their thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, the Earl of Sandwich over here. I prefer the Duke of Earl. What's he about? Earls? I, I don't know. You've never heard of the Duke of Earl? I, pre- I did, have. Did you say, okay, it sounds familiar to me. Is that all it is to you as well? It's a song <laughs> to me, and that's all it is at okay. the moment. Okay. So in that an Earl is, in that man's history, it, Earl is a place, but in other times, I, Earl look, is if a you're, title? All I know is if mm. you're the Earl of Sandwich, but then there's a Duke of you, you're not in charge. I don't know what the ranking is. I don't know if it's like Corporal, Lieutenant, Duke. <laughs> Duke. Well, if I'm Duke, <laughs> if I'm Duke of Joey, I'm above Joey. That's all I know. Well, you were in charge of. I am your fiefdom. I know that. Yeah, I think. But that's been established. You can, I got a toothbrush in your place. You fucking own my ass. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> I tax the use of your your body as the, as the <laughs> land of my fiefdom. It's like a shopping cart at Aldi to put a quarter in from the exactly. take it out of the holster. <laughs> the to- the toothbrush rule. holster. That the holster yeah. yeah i gotta put a quarter in to get my gun out the, yeah the safety on <laughs> speaking of toothbrushes can we can we talk about how diva the podcast has made you yeah rolling into the studios demanding yeah. uh home goods it was in I, his writer so he should have known i asked so sheepishly <laughs> of you it's an it, i mean I when it's it. just the two of us i am so demure to adam i'm like Sir, I'm sorry. If you don't mind, I need. I ate a I big. I am terribly sorry to bother you. I ate a big bowl of onions before coming here. I need to fix my mouth. I make then, him uh, bow a lot. The second Cosmo comes in, I come out of the bathroom swinging. Fuck a fucking, this guy! Swinging a fucking toothbrush around like I own this place. <laughs> yeah, <dude. laughs> it's like it's like if you had like a dog or two dogs. As soon as one of them leaves, the other one's like, "Oh, I guess I'm no longer like mid." Like I'm not crazy anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the alpha of no. One. Yeah, <laughs> that's because me and Joey are constantly <laughs> posturing for position and power on the right. podcast. Well, how many toothbrushes did you steal from Adam's bathroom? Okay, it was an unused toothbrush, folks, and I ate a big, hefty portion of tacos before arriving. <laughs> Put on my mask to realize that was the worst pain I've ever experienced. I've yeah. led a very privileged life. Yeah. You told me you ate a big bowl of onions. Yes, which. So I was lying. Begged que- the wow. question. So you got the toothbrush under false pretenses. Yeah, I lied about... It was a lot of onions, okay? It was one of those, yeah, like, sure. muy autentico, corn tortilla meat... Onion, uh-huh. cilantro. I can't do cilantro. I got, I got the gringo. You got the you got the soap. I got the gringo. Like it, look, this is the thing I'm the most embarrassed of about myself. If I wasn't like, I'd be perfect if it weren't for this. <laughs> oh, interesting. <laughs> I'd have a perfect. The way bo- we view ourselves. <laughs> I'd have a perfect body if I could taste cilantro. <laughs> it would be like, all you need. <laughs> it sounds like it tastes so good. Yeah, it's That's how most people react, but you were taking it for granted. I well, I think I think you're like outside looking in where you've built it up to be this really big thing. Like, the cilantro yeah, is always greener. I mean, but they put it on everything. Yeah. So it's gotta be given something, right? It adds. It adds. Oh yeah. yeah. Big time. Oh. I'd kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. I think about it every day. <laughs> 
because I need to eat a taco every day. Yeah, <laughs> a, bland, a bland. Well, you know what I need to do every taco. day is listen to my favorite podcast, The American Journal of Losers. You're going to run out for about 20 days. Adam's days are numbered. Well, then you start over. Yeah. <laughs> and the next time you listen, there will be a couple new episodes for you. And who you hear on my left is Joey Bednarski. I'm to the left of Adam. I, I know support, you're mad when... I support big governments. <laughs> <laughs> and Cosmo to my right. Right-hand man. Hello. Uh-huh. Hi. <laughs> so, I mean, you already mentioned my name, yeah, but uh, this is Adam. It's Adam. <laughs> That's Adam. And can I say my name again since we've already done it? I'm Joey. Should we go around one more time? Just <laughs> just to really cement. Yeah. We just want to be very clear who's saying what. I just want you to, when you hear this voice, that's Joey. <laughs> and I don't want to, hey, accept no invitations, folks. <laughs> Should we have an intro, kind of like the legend on a map where it has our voice, maybe kind of like describes like what kind of jokes. So if you can't really tell the voice, you're like, oh, that was, they said poon. That was maybe Adam. <laughs> See, that feels like when they have like like suspects in a lineup repeat the like like put the money in the bag or something, <laughs> which is so funny because it, it requires some level That's like right. you yeah. can just be a bad actor. Put the money in the bag. <laughs> it's like he did not sound That's like that earlier. Really I swear. I don't know. <laughs> well, is that it? You that put a... the money in the bag. <laughs> like, sir, I don't think that's your real voice. Yeah, that's <laughs> like Pee Wee Herman. It probably. was the Swedish chef who killed my family. <laughs> I'll go for a Cosby thing, but uh, well, you I really are, aren't we all? Uh, you cast a wide net. Not a man of one. impressions. <laughs> a man of first impressions. If this is your first time listening, yes, welcome. Well, I am single. I am here, <laughs> I, and I have that's... loads of extra toothbrushes to. <laughs> if you want to stay over, maybe. <laughs> it truly was. It truly was a bounty of toothbrushes. Adam is uh, entertaining uh, onion breast guests left and right. I, I brush probably three times a day so you, or more. Yeah. I, Sweet I, foods linger in yeah. my mouth. Tastes like pennies. <laughs> <laughs> the sweet, this sweet is, pennies. <laughs> this is your version of the cilantro. That, yeah. doesn't, that doesn't sound right at all. I eat a lot of honey and uh, it lingers. Do you I eat kinda... a lot of honey? <laughs> Oddly, yeah. Out of a bowl like Winnie the Pooh or what's going on? <laughs> he gets his head stuck in the... <laughs> I put it on my uh, frosted mini wheats. I don't mean to... Look, we don't need to go deep You're down this. You're frosting the but... other side of the mini wheat? <laughs> yeah, baby. This guy's wow, fucking insane. I'm wild. This guy should be locked up in a, in a asylum. I also like... You're like... you like, I brush my teeth like crazy, like after breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> There's a third one. I, I'm not doing yeah, it three I'm, times I'm a day. Yeah, I do it three. Three times a day. That's the luxury of a man who works from home. I can tell you that Yeah. <laughs> the gift and the curse. Mostly the gift of how many times you get to brush your teeth without looking like a weirdo. Yeah. Well, look. All right. Maybe I'm a loser for brushing my teeth, but uh, I can't imagine if I'm <laughs> the biggest loser this? on this episode. <laughs> Where are you going with this? Watch yourself, counselor. <laughs> Give me something to talk about here, Joe. Does that mean I need to introduce the loser for this week? I've ran I, out of anecdotes. Yeah, we're really we've been treading water here for what about fucking about anecdotes. Have we shared? <laughs> I've shared my life story on this podcast. Yeah. I was born on a hot July day. Actually, a record-breaking week of days over 100 yeah. degrees. Yeah, I broke the record for ugliest baby. all right so this week's loser on american journal losers podcast about losers we're okay let let me set the scene a little bit here you know i love to you know i'm a storyteller. yeah dude you paint a picture you know what mise-en-scene is is scene setting what is Uh, mise-en-scene yeah it's roughly that okay i don't want to get caught not knowing what it actually is so i'm just agreeing with adam in that realm i move on i'm agreeing i'm agreeing with adam but because i want to move on not because he's i'm already Uh (laughs) it's something like that hedging your bets something to do with no i use that one correctly that (laughs) so i'm gonna dismount all right joey all right adam we'll see you later at worst you're one and one (laughs) all right so 
There's this guy named Herb Morrison. He's not our loser today. He's just going to run adjacent into this loser. Okay. Mm. Like you're like, you're like, I'm a king at, at setting a scene. There's a guy. <laughs> <laughs> the year is 1937. Herb Morrison, a okay. reporter for WLS in Chicago, is sent on assignment Ooh. to Lakehurst, okay. New Jersey, Ooh. where he is going to be witnessing a dazzling new piece of technology over from Nazi Germany. <laughs> oh, the year? <laughs> What's that? The year, Was it before the Second World War? <laughs> it's just well, you like, didn't say 19th. From what, the future. What year, what year did you say? 1937. <laughs> Nazi Germany. Which is just incredible, because I, yeah. I literally said it so soon. I yeah. literally said it so early. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, you could probably hit the skip button on the podcast and hear me say 1937 twice. <laughs> okay, okay. 1937, he goes to Lakehurst, New Jersey. It's an airfield. Mm. And he's sitting out there, and he's not broadcasting live. Uh but he sees something happen. He makes this recording that you guys are probably going to recognize at least some of. Okay. It's starting to rain again. The rain had uh, cracked up a little bit. They backed motors of the ship, but just holding it. Uh, oh. Just enough <laughs> to keep it from. It burst into flames. Get it started. Get it started. It's right and it's rising. It's rising terrible. He's about to hit it, dude. He's about to hit it. It fucking goes hard when he hits the other man. Oh, it's We're just laughing at a man witness a horrible thing. All the humanity. Oh, the humanity. Don't you love it when he gets to hits that oh, the humanity. Yeah, Damn, dude. it's like the fucking beat drop. The best bathroom art I've ever seen is a turtle saying, oh, the huge manatee. And I think That's it's the best it's, bathroom art. It's bring me a lot of bathroom yeah, art. <laughs> Argus bathroom graffiti. I see. Okay. That, that, those wall, graffiti those walls can be talk, his art. Man. Yeah. Oh, the huge manatee. So yeah, as you see, it's rife with comedic potential. Sure. <laughs> just, uh, just, just a night, like an old timey guy, like witnessing <laughs> something. <laughs> well, it's funny because like the, that guy, type of guy wasn't allowed to have feelings until <laughs> until he saw like a hundred people. I explode. mean, this was this was huge, and this was just a radio broadcast. I feel like it often gets played with the. It was in the video I was just playing from. It's yeah. often like played with the footage of the Hindenburg. But it was just a guy, and he wasn't he wasn't broadcasting live to anybody. That means he was putting that on tape, and then they paused. At one point, they had to stop recording, and he was like, I think we got it. What's funny about that is that he definitely listened to it back himself before submitting it anywhere. Or he was like, I wonder if I sounded cool. I wonder. Wait, so, okay, he... What? I'm still confused on the recording uh, aspect of it. It wasn't being broadcast live. Right. So he that was his live reaction to seeing. Yes. He was a okay. field reporter. I see. All right, for, right, I, I mean, follow. most of the... There was still a lot of radio journalism back then. Yeah. I know and, so little about this being in New Jersey. I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Okay. I knew... Here's what I knew about our loser today. The Hindenburg. Big gas. Big blimp go kablooey. <laughs> yeah, big blimp go down. That uh, bounced to us. I was like, I think it's maybe German. Yeah. Based on the name. yeah. I don't know. I had not even thought about how it is. Uh, it was like a Nazi German thing. Interesting. Yeah. I kind of was like, I think it happened in America. It did. It happened in Lakehurst, New Jersey. Okay. A gift from the Germans? <laughs> no, it wasn't <laughs> like you. It wasn't like the Statue of Liberty just fucking <laughs> fell over the second day. <laughs> They're like, mm, that's like that's a Trojan horse situation. 
That's like it maybe is, put all of your politicians in this big <laughs> fireball. Wouldn't it be funny to find out like hundreds of years later that the Statue of Liberty was supposed to be a German? <laughs> we just find like some French terriers. We know we know that they're French because they're wearing berets and have long baguettes. Yeah, dude. Who have gone so stale over it. Yeah, but they, they were waiting to do their assault inside the Statue of Liberty, but then they got too busy smoking cigarettes and having sex. Oh, dude. <laughs> Those fucking frogs. <laughs> <laughs> jokes that they yeah they freaking gave up you know the french yeah. anyways these are my french jokes it's fun it's to like, poke fun oh it's you can make fun of the french all day every yeah, day they're doing it over, they're doing it over there trust being so me horny for cars what do you think french podcasts aren't fucking talking about <laughs> americans like us oh shit they're all over there making fun of our circumcised penises left and right <laughs> no <laughs> who told them that's what every french podcast is about hey chicks love scars and that's why circumcision is so popular <laughs> Oh, what's this guy been through? <laughs> been, that's a, Cos- jo- that's just- a joke I made to Adam earlier. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> and then he stole. Uh-huh. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Wow. I wonder why you were squirming so uncomfortable. I was giving him an evil eye. <laughs> Sorry to be stepping on uh, on the circumcision material. Yeah, come boys. on. Yeah, I'm trying to build an hour. Okay. <laughs> One Step hour. at a time. Yeah. One hour. <laughs> yeah, I don't one know what to cut. One <laughs> controversial <laughs> medical procedure at a time. <laughs> Okay, big balloon. Big balloon. I, <laughs> hey, before fucking lighter than air Twitter comes at me, it wasn't a blimp. I called it a blimp. It was a dirigible. Oh, oh my God. Big dir- difference. Dirigible feels more like steampunk. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was very steampunk. Like it's being driven by a guy wearing goggles. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, it's very steampunk. So the, the difference is a blimp, the shape of a blimp is entirely made up of the air that fills it. And a dirigible has a shape and they pump it up with air. Oh, uh, I guess it is added maneuverability and speed because blimps can't really do much of anything. Plus, also they just get blown the fuck around by the wind. Yeah, what okay. is the benefit of like blimp dirigible? Like they, it, it was a wartime thing. It was just a big fucking balloon that explodes sometimes. <laughs> well, we're, well, we're gonna they talk, drop bombs. We're gonna talk all about okay. airships and its various uses. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, as a sort of a lead up to our loser today, L L Z. Hindenburg 129. Okay. Because Hindenburg is actually the class of airship that it was. So, and uh, so LZ is the specific one? Lufship, 129? Lufship Zeppelin 129. 129 was the specific model. I see. And then it was from the Zeppelin company. Luftschiff is German for airship. And then the Hindenburg class. It's one of two airships that were called the Hindenburg. It's like the Model T. For except the reviews or whatever they're called. Sure, it was, there were two of them. Though. <laughs> yeah. You know, it was not like wait, there were yeah. two models that they made a bunch of, or they're no, just, there were two, two Hindenburg okay. class airships. Okay, mm-hmm. they didn't make too many of these. Yeah, <laughs> they were very big. Well, especially after the first one goes up in a <laughs> flames, you're like maybe when the first one and this was a passenger airship, if, which I feel like we all we kind of knew that, right? We knew that wasn't just some military vessel that crashed. Yeah, there were like people on it. How many people? So. It actually was not the deadliest disaster in the history of air. I, I, re- I remember hearing that it was like surprisingly not deadly. 36. Okay. Uh, and, many, and by the how way, many people were on it though. 36 like, like, out of, I, I, so it's 13 of the 36 passengers, 22 of the 61 crew, and then an extra one on the ground. 61. <laughs> there's twice as many crew to passengers. Now this is one of the issues <laughs> oh, with airships as commercial <laughs> travel. <laughs> Here's one reason why. And you got to remember, like, there wasn't 
uh, heavier than air travel, which I is what we have to say to distinguish. Is that what an I mean? Airplane air, I mean airplane. Okay. I don't like calling it heavier than air. That makes me very uncomfortable. Yeah, I hadn't really thought about it. In the <laughs> yeah, but but that it's flying despite the fact that it's heavier than the air. That wow. is what's going on. Okay, uh, but that didn't exist at this time. So this was the first like. It was not the first. This was not like first time we go up yeah, in the air. Yeah, let's get a bunch of dudes Hindenburg in there. Fucking crashes. <laughs> but this was uh, the very first age in this like 30s period where they were like airships might be the thing, and it's kind of competing side and side with airplanes. And this this puppy really seals the deal on the use of zeppelins and other dirigible craft. I was gonna say, do you think the Wright brothers saw this and they were like, yes. yeah, baby, <laughs> oh, we did it. <laughs> And by the way, don't feel bad because the last survivor of the Hindenburg crash died earlier this year. So fair game yeah, for comedy. Dude, come at us. <laughs> come at us. Oh, what are you going to cancel? Did you, did you say that one there was one fatality on the ground yeah landed on someone well You're trying to catch the, catch them here's the other thing about these. <laughs> <laughs> i got you baby <laughs> no not only did it take Jump, i'll get you not only did it take sometimes twice as like an insane amount of crew to pilot an airship you also had to have like 20 guys holding ropes on the ground to make it land oh my god yeah oh, oh my so so the, there were <laughs> a lot like of people people involved in flying this there thing. were a lot of people on the ground that were in immediate danger from the Hindenburg crash. Can you imagine being outnumbered by flight attendants? <laughs> I don't know if that's a nightmare or a fantasy of mine, <laughs> but it, it, it happens when I sleep <laughs> all the time. Yeah. Uh, so, and, and this particular flight was not at full capacity for uh, passengers. How do you not sell out the first one? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was the first of the second season. I could see being. Okay. I could see being like, let's see how this goes. <laughs> <Let's see." laughs> they had a fully. So right, I say it, that as half the country's not vaccinated or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it was a. It was a transatlantic flight of which they'd done a few in 1936. This was the first one of the 1937 season because they had to do it when it wasn't winter. Yeah. <laughs> so this happened in a May. A balloon is so weak. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> So they did like May to October in 36 and then in 37, they do this big, they're like, oh, it's, it's coming in from Germany for the first time of the year. Go, come out to Lakehurst, New Jersey, get your film camera. Everybody film this. <laughs> was oh, the no. So despite the fact that this was not the deadliest airship crash, it is the one where we got some pretty yeah. damn, ooh, some exciting. crazy. That footage, ooh, watch it sizzle and burn, baby. It's funny to me where it's like, it's like. People complain about like how like depressing and violent the news is, and the news used to be like helicopters mowing down like <laughs> like Vietnamese civilians. I mean, and, I watch like exploding. I watch like a newsreel, so like you know they'd show it before a movie. You'd go to a motion picture house what? to see a closeted gay man say the word "damn" after four hours, <laughs> and at the beginning you'd be like, "Look how many people died on the Hindenburg." Da, 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 da. That's how people would get their news? Yeah, newsreels? You've seen newsreels. I guess I didn't know that's what that meant. Yeah, I mean, that's not the only... Obviously, they were still radio and, yeah, and newspapers, yeah. but that was like the beginning of like film yeah. journalism, video journalism. You see a you bunch know? of people blow up in a hot air balloon, and then you get scared by a train <laughs> coming right at you. <laughs> and that was a Saturday night yeah, back in the yeah, 30s. Yeah. <laughs> Go to the sock hop afterwards. <laughs> okay, so maybe we jump back a little bit to talk about airships in general before we get to the creation of the, the Hindenburg. Yeah, let's, let's talk about airships in general. Well, we got to talk about airships in general. <laughs> well, I, I think I don't think about this often is that those Wright brothers, they get all this credit for inventing the airplane. People have been floating up in baskets and kind of lingering there for yeah. a century. Going around that. the world in 80 days. People, <laughs> yeah. people are still doing this on their own. 
I like mean, I've heard stories of people. There's like this eccentric guy in Oregon who does this himself and keeps getting in trouble. You, you just mean hot air ballooning? No, like he, big helium balloons people, that he yeah. himself does oh, like and goes chair, ro- Yes, and you go up with a gun yes. and shoot it down. <laughs> yeah. yeah, okay, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It keeps happening. This dude had a storied career of it. Damn, dude, you hate the ground that much, dude. <laughs> I mean, it sounds a little fun. I mean, of course. I mean, don't get me wrong. This researching this has shaken my faith in <laughs> Nazi travel. zeppelins, I guess. But <laughs> yeah. like a hot air balloon, that's got to be oh, oh as well. It's such a small basket to what have to for- share with a with yeah, a balloon yeah. operator. What you do forget is that you have to hang out with a guy who owns a hot air balloon. Yeah. Or like a teenager? Is it like a carny? No, it can't. <laughs> it, it can't be like why a carny. can't it? How because hard it could be? <laughs> it does feel like it's like it's like a like a a curtain pull that makes fun just makes fire <laughs> shoot into the balloon. It does just seem like all they're doing is pulling a lever to make fire, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. And then when you need less fire, and then like landing a hot air balloon, isn't it just like well, down we go. It's, so- <laughs> it's just, softly crashing. It just cools it. down, right? Yeah. Stop, right? Isn't that the... Yeah, it just cools down. Or are you up to... <laughs> like blowing out of like soup? <laughs> and this is why this is why Zeppelins were so hard to fucking land is because they just had to like circle the airfield and then the guys were just like yanking it down, I guess. <laughs> I feel like they maybe had a part to play in this crash, no? <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, okay, we'll figure okay, out. Yeah, we'll yeah. figure out what's going on with that. Okay, so anyways, we got all this lighter than air travel happening, of course. The first Zeppelins are uh, invented by, of course, Count Ferdinand von Zeppelin. <laughs> You want to what talk about the fucking name, Earl of Sandwich dude. here, dude? What a damn what a cool guy, man! <laughs> no, right, dude? You can just picture your girlfriend getting on his motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> what am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? That man invented the Luftschiff, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, dude. It's a fucking legend in the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, he was a military man who uh, reportedly, while he was uh, like surfing the civil war in the United States, which is a thing, I guess. Surveying. I, yeah, I guess. I feel like I've read a book one time where it was like, we're fighting the war. And there's this German guy here. Who's like, how are you doing? war? Yeah. yeah. How we have some, we're thinking some things. I mean, nothing. It's yeah. just like a volleyball judge with those scorecards. He keeps slipping. And while he was there, he read, he, he wrote a hot air balloon in St. Paul, Minnesota for the first time. And was, hey, if you never ridden a balloon in St. Paul, Minnesota, oh boy, you ain't lived. I also love the idea of getting off a hot air balloon and being like, maybe I invented that. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I invented the Zeppelin. But maybe. like a, you're, you're a landed military man. You have like a, you have like a title, right? Uh, and then you come back from the war and you're like, here's what's going on in the Civil War. I am quitting forever to become a magical blimp man. I, I know it's like, it's like what happened to him in America changed him forever. <laughs> he just, he, what he like, saw. He becomes like a zany guy who likes to float. A top hat. <laughs> Hello. Penny farthing bicycle. Like, pretend you can't see him. Pretend you can't see him. <laughs> 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 Hell yeah. Did he have a monocle? He had to have a monocle. I can look up a picture of this guy. I feel like everyone just had a monocle if you were fancy enough, right? Yeah. Three-piece suit, scarf, monocle. Count von Zeppelin. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if this is worth... Should we cut? A look up. Uh, I, mean, I mean, we can cut. I mean, he looks like a guy from the... No, no, never mind. Oh, oh no, never mind. Oh, no, never mind. Yeah, Honestly, no, he looks like he invented the fucking Zeppelin. Oh, I can, yeah. I can tell you that much. 
Huh? Yeah, that's <laughs> pretty close to what I was picturing, honestly. Yeah, I was picturing a, a, de- a more kind of fancy gentleman than the this man is walrus and yeah, <laughs> he's got a big walrus mustache. Yeah, but like walrus it'd be left. so fucked up if the man that invented the zeppelin were clean shaven, though, right? Yes. Well, I was I was worried it was going to be a young hot guy, <laughs> was, like a young hip CEO of Zeppelin. You're, you're really <laughs> hung up on the idea of this guy stealing your girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, well, just like <laughs> it's like we've just had like had a lot of hardships in our relationship. But I, it's not that I don't trust her. Don't just, you kind of think every inventor had to have a mustache because you need while you think something to twirl? <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. You can't ponder and just yeah. what do you do with your hands? Yeah, Wasting time shaving every day too. I guess you could sort of tent them like this, but then Ooh. it might look like you're planning something evil yeah exactly mm, yeah you don't want that yeah okay so the germans were not the only ones using uh airships they were kind of all over europe for a time but the zeppelin company that count von zeppelin started was like the biggest like they kept at it and they're the ones that end up making the hindenburg mm-hmm. yeah so <laughs> so <laughs> you know pretty good on their part yeah i guess so uh, but yeah they were used all over europe in fact the first time <laughs> Uh, they were used in war briefly, mostly during World War One. Although the first time they were used in war was during the Italo-Turkish War, which we as a podcast love to learn about wars we didn't know yeah. existed. Yeah. yeah, Italy and Turkey fought. A, wow. I read that. I read that name and I was like, I, I obviously this is a stupid thought, but I read Italo-Turkish War and I was like, huh, I didn't know they knew each other. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It is like finding out you have a mutual friend of someone. I mean, I, it is just a weird thing of like you find out like, oh, yeah, Japan and Russia fought a war together. Yeah. So everybody's, yeah. we've done all the pairings and then we did yeah, World yeah. War One. Is that what happened? Well, then you look at it too and it was like, casualties, 70 million people. like, what? I died defending the Ottoman Empire? Yeah. What? Well, imagine, is there anything more embarrassing than your country getting invaded by balloon? (laughs) (laughs) Are you fucking kidding me? Right, so as you might guess, uh, balloons were not so effective as machines of war. Uh, Mm -hmm. They could do some reconnaissance from real high up. That was a new thing, right? Uh, but bombings like we're very effective, very, very far away. <laughs> but like, if you were trying to bomb, uh, they'd be like, "Look, there's a balloon coming! <laughs> Quick, yeah. everyone, blow hard in one, that, that direction. Get it out of here!" Right. A big fan is their air. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we stopped doing balloons. Is um, all the uh, wind power, those yeah. turbines? Mm-hmm. Oh no, they're gathering up a sewing needle. <laughs> everyone, run! <laughs> So yeah, they're being used all over Europe, and then after World War One, a lot of uh, European countries are given up on it. Germany, which uh, after losing the war, was forced to give over <laughs> many of their airships as reparations. Oh my god! I tell you that Hitler was full of a lot of hot air. You know that, I mean? feels, <laughs> that feels like a bargaining, like the, like that went in the, their favor. I think they were like, and then you, and then also we'll give you the airships. And they're like, okay, that <laughs> yeah. counts towards your war yeah, who, debt. So who, like, who valued those? Yeah, I don't know. I I feel like reading anything about like the Treaty of Versailles <laughs> and just see, <laughs> you know, they always talk about like, yeah, why did Hitler rise to power? Uh, Germany was really mad, and it just seems like every other country was like, and you have to give us your balloons, and you have to give us all your toys, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and you lose this part. <laughs> We're making a new country called the Rhineland that you can't have. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they <laughs> they got hit hard. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Germany. Oh, Germany. Am I right? Man. What were they supposed to do? <laughs> what were they supposed to do? But the nevertheless, the Zeppelin Corporation persisted despite all this hardships and went into the new age of Zeppelins in the 1930s. 
hottest time to be a guy that owned airships you know <laughs> mm-hmm. i pictured him being like a dude bringing girls on his boat <laughs> yeah were there private airships i mean i was in madison once and this small plane landed on lake monona this man and woman took a dive climbed up and kept flying wow it was, it was quite a scene and that was otis Redding. <laughs> yeah <laughs> The ghost. That's a yeah, that's a niche joke for those of you who know where Otis Redding died. Wow, uh, that is crazy. The fact, remembering that people own airplanes like blows my mind. Yeah, or that, or that as a guy, you can be fly one. You can learn to fly an airplane. Someone's got. I have friends Cos- that Cosmo, like, you can get your girl back from uh, all the all the blimp men. <laughs> I'm, cha- <laughs> I'm shaking my fist <laughs> from a fucking red bear in a damn, style. In a like, damn biplane, like yeah, fucking. Yeah. <laughs> Baloo the bear flying Chelsea, around. I still love you. <laughs> <laughs> Getting into skywriting to win my girl back. Yeah. yeah just, and another thing. <laughs> <laughs> and that time yeah. that you said I didn't have. You, you ignore my text. Yeah. I try to ignore the sky. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty easy to ignore, honestly. Yeah. All right. Uh, the 1930s, the golden age of life. This is around when uh, Count Zeppelin does pass away and the company still moves on without him this uh, is when the handsome young zeppelin guy takes over maybe i didn't look at the i didn't look at the the, the follow-up <laughs> the CEO. board of ceos right yeah <laughs> yeah and they're all really hot yeah dude. they're all really hot I'm young not pic- young nazis yeah <laughs> the way i'm picturing it uh this is also when the zeppelin company does a merger with a, an american company called goodyear uh, if you've ever been wondering, oh yes, as I you, have. If you, as you maybe should, why does a tire company <laughs> have a blimp? Now I don't need a rocking my rocking chair anymore. That's that's <laughs> well, all I spend my time pondering. <laughs> well, I guess it makes sense that a tire company would partner with the Nazi <laughs> company. No, it doesn't make more sense. But now you you at least have a tangible yeah, explanation yeah. for what happened because it's not because you know. It's crazy that they own a blimp still, even knowing this. But at least you know how they got there. Yeah. Because the wow. blimp people went to the tire people and said, we got to do a collab. <laughs> yeah, dude. We got to collab. I love what you've something. been doing in the, in the studio. <laughs> you guys are about the ground. We're about the sky. Let's own the fucking market, baby. <laughs> but yeah, Zeppelin, they, they were more and more looking into the idea of Zeppelins as passenger travel, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, even the, the Empire State Building, which was completed in 31, actually had an airship dock at the top. It also has a real pointy little spike at the top. <laughs> well, yeah. it was never used. Yeah, well, And many people why. suspect that this was like a weird publicity stunt <laughs> where I guess airships, people were so crazy about them that you said, our cool new building even has a thing for airships. <laughs> wow. Dude. Everyone's like, ooh, that's hot right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I guess I will go to this building. <laughs> I don't know why you need to sell the Empire State Building. Wow, okay. Okay. So now we get to the Hindenburg, which is, of Ah. course, named after the president of Germany at that time, as we all know, (laughs) as we all knew about. Uh Okay. So Uh, so this is 37. This is, uh, it is started in 31. Okay. And Hindenburg is a guy who famously gives Adolf Hitler a lot of power. Oh, okay. So, yeah. so that's <laughs> so maybe history should be a little less forgiving on this on this guy, right? I mean, I've not seen any coins minted after him, you know. <laughs> well, we're having airship, <laughs> the most famous <laughs> bearing his name. So you think, in order to prove that we're not Nazis, we should make a more famous airship <laughs> and crash it? Yes. <laughs> yeah. We need a that deadly Dwight Eisenhower. Yeah, the deadliest. <laughs> A deadlier airship disaster. <laughs> yeah, to make people forget about to move <laughs> to really past the atrocities. To the Nazis, <laughs> in order to move past the atrocities of World War II, 
All right, yeah. So the Hindenburg, they design it. It originally is designed to use helium gas. A much safer uh-huh. and funnier sounding voice. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't do it because it was too fun. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, the really, like, I can't, they, don't even look at me. All, yeah. the oper- all those operators just. Get up, what do you want, peanuts? <laughs> what do you want, some peanuts? <laughs> hey, we're going to land in uh, New Jersey. Can we get. <laughs> Can we get can we get a twenty guys yeah. on the ground with to hold some ropes? Like, like we would rather explode. <laughs> I mean, imagine if you went down and the last thing was like, "This is your pilot speaking." <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna need you to open the emergency. <laughs> so the the reason for the choice of hydrogen instead of helium. So helium obviously has the benefit of not being an explosive gas. Yes. It's, it's oh, a, I have a theory. Uh huh. Does it dwindle? Those balloons last like two days, <laughs> and then I mean, they fall to the floor. I think you kind of need it to dwindle. Yeah, but uh, on your own timetable. Like the ocean. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, well, you release more gas in, as I, I suppose. All right, so look, I'm wrong. Look, did I come well, here? Well, I guess if it's like airtight, as I assume it is, is it dwindling? But am I dumb? Well, is I mean, that why, is no, that why I mean, helium like, balloons are, it loses are dying? Its... I thought helium balloons were like... This is a good point. I Adam is assuming escaping. helium loses its lift, and Cosmo probably is correctly assuming the, that they lose their helium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and not, and not that correct. helium just becomes naturally less buoyant. I think so. But yeah. if water balloons hold water, where's how's this helium getting out? I think it's... I think it's, it's too too light. Yeah. Okay. But yes. <laughs> Adam I is, don't no, know. This is, this is a tough one because Adam is making too much sense. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm kind of on his I side I think now. he's wrong, but we have the same amount of knowledge. Yes, so, absolutely. Yeah. We'll put that as reason number zero why they didn't use helium. Yeah. <laughs> uh, another reason is hydrogen, despite being way deadlier or way more flammable, it has more lifting power and is cheaper. A little more. Ooh, yeah, we're like running out of helium. Well, that is the other thing. Were we back then? The world's supply of helium (laughs) at this time, and still to an extent today, uh, mostly came from the United States of America. Woo, woo. (laughs) Woo, doggy. How do you find helium? No, I know. (laughs) Don't worry. I covered this one because, boy, did I not even... I didn't even have a guess. If it's so light, I feel like we'd have to go up to get (laughs) it, right? (laughs) It comes out of the ground. It's like a trash bag (laughs) on a plane. (laughs) Is helium what's keeping Hawaii afloat? What do you mean you get it out of the ground? (laughs) You mine it the way you would natural gas. Okay. It's emitted alongside Wait, most natural gas. I'm sorry. Are islands floating? <laughs> no, 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 connected. no. They're connected. They're connected. Don't, okay. don't doubt yourself, oh, Cosmo. My You're God. smart. You know these things. <laughs> I, I thought. I, I thought so. Maybe <laughs> islands are rocks that are, are floating, floating on the water. <laughs> but if there's a bunch of helium in the ground, I feel like it's supporting something. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> some shit would cave in. <laughs> Look, I don't... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you got so many ideas about <laughs> helium. <laughs> I didn't know we we're going to come up in this episode. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is bad radio, but like, I, I, I'd be good at theories. I always thought, like, <laughs> no, look, look, I maintain this. Having dated someone in science. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, he's always playing the yeah, I dated yeah, a scientist right, yeah. card. But I think I would, I think some of these scientists need a little more theories and creativity yeah. i think i'd be an okay at the science not because of the science part but i'd be like well it's that just it could a, be one of these 15 it, things i feel like a suspicious theory though where you're like you're like what's helium up to down there <laughs> yeah that's fair inherently distrustful yeah. of the noble gases yeah. it is very childlike <laughs> okay. i feel like so much of science is just like documenting and it has less people being like what if the helium is like we always hear about <laughs> does the it people. get sad <laughs> yeah i do picture solids and liquids being uh i picture gases being sentient <laughs> this helium <laughs> unlike solids this and liquids. helium is suicidal it's floating down <laughs> <laughs> oh the humanity <laughs> so yeah the united states of america 
has the largest supply of helium in the world. And we were going through a helium shortage uh, the <laughs> other we year. Found Did we, te- we found more? Oh, apparently, apparently we found more. <laughs> well, the helium shortage apparently had more to do with like a supply chain issue. We were uh-huh. like... The oh. the country Qatar wasn't giving us any helium. Oh, and then we were like, well, but I thought we made most of it. <laughs> but that we did this time. Oh, okay. Mm. <laughs> there, I'm sure we still make Are there helium up. hunters? <laughs> like dowsing rods, like looking for helium yeah. batches. I'm imagining some evil company like poisoning your water to <laughs> to frack helium out <laughs> of <to> the ground. <laughs> this guy in a suit with the highest voice coming to your farm door. I, I, there's been no questions about this yet. I feel like I should say helium has a lot of important like industrial and scientific uses. Of course, yeah. sure. <laughs> okay, yeah, right. it's like used to cool. It's used as cooling things. Do, I do suspect the scientists. Are just I think they're having a little fun in the lab <laughs> can i okay can i share this i did a sketch show one time where someone did a sketch about like inhaling helium balloons so we had to buy an actual like full tank of helium and we still had most of a tank of helium for the after party of the show and we uh spent the whole time inhaling <laughs> you can go too hard we got uh very sick yeah it's not good for i you. remember we were doing that all as kids one time at like a birthday party and then one of the moms was like that is so bad for your brain stop stop stop, stop oh yeah stop. i have a huge <laughs> headache and i can't uh do sums no good no more yeah <laughs> <laughs> but it was like from the ear it lost like, division i was like fucking 20 years old i was <laughs> i was in i was alternating sips of helium and then like black cherry rum oh my god <laughs> it was maybe Aaron. the worst hangover i've ever had oh, in my life brother Stop putting things in. <laughs> Take some things out. I mean, I, I would drink the rum and the healing would bring it right back yeah. up. <laughs> How about this? It's a it's a seltzer, but instead of uh, carbonated with nitrous oxide, it's carbonated with helium. It's heliuminated. Yeah. Humi- or humi- what is it? Nitri- yeah, whatever it is. It's carbon. <laughs> yeah. It's carbon. Wait, I'm picturing a bunch of white claws just like bumping up gently against the ceiling of your party. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, you just grab them out of the yeah, air. Yeah, yeah. that's kind of cool, right? <laughs> we should have throw a party, dude. We should. We, I love parties. <laughs> <laughs> That's a new element of Cosmo's personality I that we haven't party. revealed on the podcast. He loves parties. I'm a party animal. They don't van wild there. <laughs> I'm eating donuts full with cum just on my off days. <laughs> I do that recreational. Yeah, baby. Dude, that's. <laughs> So anyways, okay, balloon you, time. The United States is boycotting all this helium. There's a shortage and they're not they that Congress passes a law that the United States can't sell their helium ab- abroad. Not to mention it's 1936. Mhm. And getting it, a little dicey out there. And, right. and you know the US like waited so long to to join the war, but that didn't mean there weren't a lot of people who weren't super great with the Nazis. Sure, sure. Uh but anyways, so they have to change the plans, change the schematics to make it a hydrogen blimp, which also makes it faster and better. Okay. <laughs> and, so maybe, and cooler at exploding. Yeah, dude. Live life a little more dangerous. It is. I imagine helium is not flammable. Helium is not. It's a, it's hydrogen a is quite flammable. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. We all know. We all know. You guys got to blow up hydrogen balloons in chemistry class, right? Dude, I don't think... Hydrogen I, balloons? My, my, my professor or high school teacher, I guess you call him... <laughs> 
<laughs> he yeah. doesn't get that. Yeah. He doesn't get that title. Teach. Please. You call him Teach if he's, <laughs> if he was one of the backwards. Yeah, he, took a, he took like a lighter on a stick to a helium balloon. And it, poof, big fireball. I don't remember doing anything like that. And then that. he was like, see? And then it rained indoors <laughs> like, like, in that. a biblical way. <laughs> <laughs> Write that down. <laughs> fire equals boom. Making a fireball. All right, kids, write that down. Okay. <laughs> write down how cool I look. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so the Hindenburg is ready to go, and it's going to be a passenger th- uh, passenger carrier transatlantically, right? It's going to be one of the first to do that for... They'd done flights before, but those were all military and mm-hmm. all experimental so aircraft. was the idea that like this would become like a... a- affordable normal way to cross the ocean well like, normal <laughs> it was not affordable uh it was faster than most ocean cruise liners though sure uh but it was very much not affordable so it was people of money most of the people on the hindenburg were people that knew guys that worked for the zeppelin company okay so it's still real real early in real kind of exclusive flights. Yeah. yes i mean i mean in general transatlantic travel is not going to be cheap at that sure. time Unless you're living like a, a Titanic Leonardo DiCaprio type of style. Sure, mm-hmm. sure. Which they just didn't, they just didn't have room for the Irish on those Zeppelins, <laughs> yeah. you know? Because for every Irishman on, you have to bring on another well-trained German <laughs> Zeppelin cadet. <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> well, there's no below deck for them to... <laughs> right, the below deck is us. We're yeah. on the below deck of a Zeppelin right yeah, now. It's yeah. called the ground. <laughs> Where the Irish belong. <laughs> <laughs> Keep the Irish on land. Keep them grounded. (laughs) We mustn't let the Irish towards the sky. Lord knows what will happen. (laughs) Okay, so the first flights of the Hindenburg, actually, before it is allowed by Nazi officials to do uh, transatlantic travel, are propaganda flights. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's one of its first notable, like, long-distance flights is called (laughs) Die Deutschlandefahrt. Which is um, road journey. <laughs> yeah. So here's something that I wish I'd known when I was 13. Fart with an H in there. That means journey in German. Huh. Oh I can't believe no one told me that, man. The German journey. Or, I mean, these German kids, these German class kids were, hi- were hiding that from us Spanish class kids. <laughs> Did you have German at your high school? Yeah, we had German. Yeah, we didn't have German. Oh, really? All right, never mind. Oh, we're, fucking we're, 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 dude. we're Milwaukee. Yeah, okay. bigger school. Big, uh, big, big German kids. We had Latin. Do you guys have Latin? Oddly, yes. We didn't okay. have Latin. We had we did have Arabic and Japanese. Oh, okay. I'm the wow. fancy guy. Oh, wow. I'm Mr. Fancy with my fucking German roots here. This guy's got Arabic and Japanese and has the fucking chutzpah. That's I, Yiddish. <laughs> yeah, which, <laughs> which actually we had at my school. Yeah, what a diverse school you had. <laughs> this guy. Arabic and Japanese. Go fuck yourself. Hey, man. A lot of people speak Arabic. <laughs> so <laughs> I know it makes so much more sense. Yeah. No, German <laughs> was the one where I was like, but why would you take right. German? Because yeah, like, yeah. Spanish obviously makes the most sense. Sure. And it feels like because like, Wisconsin is so German. That is, that is, yeah. I'm sure why it was. I didn't think it would be that. I thought, I'm surprised that you guys didn't have it, honestly. <sighs> but I digress. <laughs> so, Die Deutschlandefahrt. Uh, <laughs> Come on, let me say it a couple yeah, times. It's, you know? it's pro, and that's pro German. <laughs> so in nineteen, yeah, it's the it's the Germany journey. Okay, because uh, they're just going around just being like USA. Wait, but Germany jur- journey rhymes sort of in, in English. In English, uh, okay, the Deutsche the, the Deutsche Farta. Say it. I don't know it. <laughs> so in the in nineteen thirty five, Germany in uh, Germany occupied. The Rhineland, which would which had been made a country after World War One, it was between Germany and France. Uh, no longer exists. Germany, is this what later becomes Vichy 
Vichy France or is that completely different? No, that's France. Vichy France is just France. Okay. The Rhineland was its like its own jurisdiction for the interwar period. Germany occupies it. And then, because this is a clear violation of what's going on, they uh, Germany has to have a vote to decide if they should have done that. <laughs> to say, like if they get pu- should be punished for doing it? Yeah, basically they're like, no, see, we're, it, the, the police be like, no, see, we did it democratically by having a vote after the fact. Was that hmm. cool? <laughs> <laughs> we hmm. good? Yeah, the we, vote was proposition one. We good? We, we good? <laughs> uh, anyway, so they... they they commissioned the Hindenburg and a couple other blimps to do this Zeppelins, excuse me, <laughs> dirigible aircraft, gentlemen. Uh, they commissioned a few other uh, airships like this to fly around Germany, distributing flyers and playing propaganda, <laughs> which I like the idea that that was how you did it back then. And that like, if you, if so, if a pamphlet fell from the sky, <laughs> you were going to read that thing. Yeah, damn it. You're going to vote no on from God himself in America. I think like the sky is more important. God's, <laughs> right. God's up there. Well, this book is from the ground to say vote no, but well, this well, book from the sky says vote yes. <laughs> All those books that? you unearth, like pornos in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly less important. Yeah, you shouldn't them. invade the Rhinelands. <laughs> Anyways, here's some porno. You know, you get a pamphlet on your windshield, how you <laughs> exactly believe that. <laughs> yeah, it was also pictures of, uh, of fetuses yeah. that have been taken out of wombs. Did you say that they were like playing message? Like, like yeah. They were like blasting speeches. That's and so like, funny to be like, it's like, well, it must be good because I can barely hear it. <laughs> like, like Alex Jones vibe. <laughs> yeah. Just a guy with a megaphone. Well, you'd have to go to other people and be like, do you hear that too? Or is that <laughs> just my own? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are those my own thoughts? Oh, I'm, thank you. I thought I was going crazy. I, uh, it also appeared in the 1936 Olympics. Famous Berlin Olympics holding the Olympic flag. I'm watching down as Jesse Owens kicked Adolf okay, Hitler's ass himself. Yeah. Yeah, famous. I mean, they, mm-hmm. they hosted the Olympics and it was all Nazi Hit, shit. And Hitler was like, don't take my word on sports betting. <laughs> <laughs> Hitler's parlay is bust. <laughs> so anyways, after it does if it, it does its, it does its court-mandated uh, military service, okay. it is finally allowed to start its transatlantic voyages, which start in 1936, and they do 17 of them. Oh. 10 to the United States and 7 to Brazil. Uh, Specific. So, what? Specific. Why Brazil? The United States and Brazil? I think those are equally specific. <laughs> There's our two countries. Yeah. Well, I think he means why, like, why those, why Brazil? Uh, I think it's what he's asking. Well, I mean, that's... Is it because those are Nazis the, fled there? <laughs> those are two of the countries transatlantically. I, I don't know. Oh, like they're, yeah. Yeah, Rio, I mean, Rio... Oh, and but this is just human passengers, right? There's not, like, cargo. Yeah. So, yeah, okay. So human beings are going to Rio. I don't know. Well, Sunny beaches. <laughs> I guess I don't it's know. Just it's population there. feels different. Maybe I don't know. Under, well, I'm, I underestimate may Brazil's population. Brazil maybe big. there's also a lot of Germans. Big land. That. See, that's that's cool. That's yeah. where my head went. Argentina obviously is the yeah the other right. one. But yeah. yeah, there's a lot of there's German people in Rio all the all over the fucking place. Why those? Two? Are you I telling me there's German? Are you, I'm are not you telling me there's Germans everywhere. <laughs> there's Germans everywhere. <laughs> right dun, behind dun, you. Dun. Yeah. I don't know where that sound effect is. We don't have it. <laughs> <laughs> And if you went to my high school, you could talk to them, but. <laughs> okay, so yeah, it's doing these transatlantic voyages. Let's get into the, what's what's this place looks like? What would we like to fly on the Hindenburg, yeah. right? 60 cabins. 
cabins. Cabins. Oh, like like train cabins? Like on a cruise ship or whatever. They're like really small. With a bed and like. beds, yeah. Oh, and they're like a little hotel room. Yeah, but they're very small. Yeah, I picture a train, like a train cabin, right? Yes, yeah. probably even smaller than Where, that. Where. Very like ta- practical and. Like uh, double bed and. Bed, pretty much it. Yeah. Like a, yeah. Like a very. A little bench, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, but then <laughs> most of the time. <laughs> if that. <laughs> <laughs> most of the time they wanted you to be spending in these like big communal they had a dining room with a grand piano it in does it they tried to make you awesome. meet people they're like we gotta <laughs> yeah. give them the full zeppelin experiment we'll having, let them yeah. fall in love there'll be an uno tournament tomorrow <laughs> night while we are crossing over greenland <laughs> uh yeah no just a big uh, dining room a lounge uh there's just a writing center <laughs> you know like when you go to a hotel and there's like, like a treadmill what? there's a room with a treadmill and a room with a printer <laughs> A writing center. Are <laughs> yeah, you going to help me on my resume there? It sounds like there's instructor. <laughs> You're going to America. Paper and a pen in a, in a room. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, and uh, also uh, below deck, so we have the crew quarters, right? The crews are mm-hmm. all, you know, snuggling up next to each other like sardines. Sure. Uh, we also had uh, a smoking room. Oh. Is yeah. this how okay. it explodes? <laughs> yeah, no, probably not. <laughs> But they did, you know. It so was, a cool guy flicked his cigarette butt. It was the 1930s. It was the gender reveal party that happened. I'm building a gender reveal pipe bomb. <laughs> <laughs> the room was airtight and always attended by a busboy, apparently. To be like, no cigarettes, <laughs> sir. In and the then, smoking room? In the smoking room, yeah. What is it for? If no, not no, smoke? no. What, Wait. To make sure they didn't come out of the airtight smoking room I with, see. with lit I cigarettes. See. Although they'd have to assert their authority. And if just like a rude Nazi walked out wow. with a cigarette. Airtight. So it was just, Stale. I mean, that sounds awful. I mean, yeah. You but just that, walk in there. Isn't that and what just... everything was like in the 1930s? Yeah. Wasn't it all smelling like that? Imagine yeah. being one bust boy away from dying in a <laughs> fireball. <laughs> Uh, sir, but you, oh, never mind. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm 14. <laughs> uh, yeah, anyways, uh, we're going to get to the crash here in a second. As I mentioned, this was not the deadliest air crash at all, uh, airship crash. Uh, that would be the USS Akron, which crashed off the coast of New Jersey uh, just a few Double years Double Jersey, prior. dude. Jersey is a cursed place for airships. Mm-hmm. It's the Bermuda Triangle <laughs> of blimps. <laughs> Even the Goodyear doesn't fly there anymore. Yeah. <laughs> It's superstitious, they know, but (laughs) (laughs) they're not taking the risk. Right. And there was also, uh, there were some British airships, the R-100 and the R-101, that were kind of playfully put forward as the R-100 is going to be made by a private company. And the R-101 is going to be made uh, by the government. It was like (laughs) capitalism versus socialism. Who's going to win? Okay. You guys want to guess which one crashed? They both crashed. (laughs) The socialism one crashed. Uh, USA! Uh, USA! Uh, <laughs> and that's why capitalism still yeah, exists dude. today. If that blimp had stayed up. <laughs> Baron Von Musk. <laughs> <laughs> killed 48 people and the, uh, <laughs> the Akron killed 73 out of the Damn. 76 crew on board. These things gotta stop. <laughs> Has anyone, is anyone doing anything? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the media frenzy for the Hindenburg's landing in Lakehurst, like I said, was because it was the first trip of that season. And actually, it was a full trip booked back to to Europe. Uh, Apparently, a lot of people were going to go to the coronation of, you know, one of of, whoever. (laughs) Whatever. The The, new king. Yeah, the new king. It's me. King King Bozo of England. (laughs) The new king on the block. (laughs) (laughs) Give me that crown. (laughs) Uh, But... 
they did not get to, to travel in such a fashion because died died <laughs> well no well the ship died yeah our loser today the l7 <laughs> I had a question I didn't get out about some of these crashes. Were there any of them over the ocean or was it like landing? Was no, there like a specific problem? The Akron was over the ocean. Okay. Oof. Yeah. Uh, I've, so I've that's why of, it was so deadly. Yeah. That's why yeah. only three people survived that crash. Well, is it these survivors are they just jump like jumping softly onto the ground before it crashes <laughs> yeah, it's just the slowest crash yeah. ever like set sir please wake me i'm gonna take a nap please wake me right before we hit the I, ground i think if you got the good if you got one of the good crashes you could do that the thing about the hindenburg is it's set on fire 600 feet above the air that's rough that is rough and people did try above to jump the and, air and people did try to jump and most of them didn't make it so it was the people who just stayed put and crashed who survived? Uh, no, a lot of those also were crushed by a falling, flaming blimp. But it's, it sounded like like three quarters of the people survived. Half of the people. Okay. It was about 50% of, uh, of everyone on board. Just the drunk ones? <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're losing. <laughs> like, they're all yeah. they're like, I actually, ready to I actually on fly fire. a blimp better. I told I'm you drunk. you all <laughs> wanted to play bingo. Yeah. <laughs> Some of you thought you were too cool. Yeah. Uh, real quick, the details... There's bad storms. As you could hear our man Herb say at the beginning, it's still raining outside. Uh, their flight, their landing had been delayed for a pretty long time. And they're doing like this complicated S turn thing as they're on uh, the airfield in Lakehurst. They are being held down, but they're still just trying to get a land when suddenly, while the ropes are in place and it is being held, it just, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just takes one hey, match. You know, you know what I'm talking about? It looks like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, what? yeah, I saw the video. It took 60 seconds for the whole damn thing to hit the ground. Wow, damn, bro, just quick fire. Oh no, oh no, oh no, and then bam, down, down it goes 600 feet. God, imagine being the half that survived though and just kind of standing up, like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> wow, wow, Cosmo forgets the injury. Yeah, right. <laughs> most people, some of them are fine. <laughs> most people, were I would have been injured. fine. Most people hey. had uh, lost uh, a lot of people that they knew. Hey, if I'd been on that limp. When it went down like that. <laughs> but yeah, there were there were survivors. Uh, one man, a man named Joseph Spa, he was a vaudeville actor who was traveling to America on the Hindenburg. He used his ta- his vaudevillian talents to do a perfect roll landing. Hell yeah, dude. From, oh my god. Clowns will never die. <laughs> that really speaks to the the fortitude of clowns. <laughs> I knew someone who did go to West Point, and I guess they taught you to like run off of the roof of a building and like land and roll. <laughs> And like the shit you see in movies where like you can't do that. It's like, yeah, they're yeah, doing it. They're doing it. Well. Yeah. <laughs> just roll when you land. That's what I always tell myself. Yeah, dude. Oh, I'll be fine if I just remember to roll. I think I've never done yeah. sitting on the ground. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Something that involves hitting your back against the ground. Don't you think if someone hung onto the side and someone then like scaled down them and hung onto their legs, you could make like a really giant tall person and then the bottom guy could just set his feet down. Oh, that'd be perfect. You just have to do that in 60 seconds. <laughs> yeah, and be very strong, which wouldn't be a problem for us three. <laughs> yeah, imagine imagine those weaklings halfway yeah, down I'm the I'm telling chain. you, it wouldn't have gone down like that <laughs> if no, I had been there. I agree that all three of us would have survived. <laughs> Easy, dude. <laughs> Sorry, but I'm better. It's just my destiny. <laughs> all right, so what happened? Mm-hmm. Why'd this thing go up? Mm-hmm. Someone leave a burner. <laughs> leave the uh, stove mm-hmm. on. Yeah, well, we don't really know. Oh, no. The biggest, most likely theory is uh, static electricity. 
Bro, what? <laughs> so we told the passengers not to wear wool socks. <laughs> Some of them did not listen. The, the shit that balloons make <laughs> off the balloon. Uh, yeah, I mean, but don't forget it was storming. So, I mean. Dude, static electricity is the lamest way to die. But all it takes is a, sing, a, a little leak of hydrogen and a little match. And, and then a little kab- touch of love. <laughs> <laughs> a couple pitches of salt and one <laughs> dose of chemical X. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, dude. That's the prevailing theory. We actually, like, it's just hard to reconstruct from what happened. Not to mention it was almost 100 years ago. What exactly went wrong? We don't know if it, the hydrogen caught fire or if the shell outside, the, the balloon itself caught fire. And then from there. I can't, I can't believe it wasn't the smoking room. That, that was the smart money. <laughs> Sorry, man. Wasn't the smoking room. There was a rumor going around for a long time that someone had fired a Luger uh, pistol <laughs> and that that, uh, that had just... I want that. It was a duel sure. took everyone down? <laughs> yeah, you've insulted me for the last time. Why sir. did they fire? What was this? It doesn't happen. It's okay. not, I mean, there's no real evidence to support that it happened at all or even that, that would, that's what would Do happen it. if you fired it on, on a blimp. I, I remember reading that and being like, well, that's fucked up. You can't even bring a gun onto a blimp. And then I remembered <laughs> that you can't bring a gun onto a plane yeah, either. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know how safe the, the heavier than, than air travel stuff is. What's crazy that, what was it, 40 years later or less, we were on the moon? That's <laughs> insane. Yeah, Barely, like yeah. 30 years. All yeah. by blimp, too. <laughs> we took a blimp, blimp up to technology. space and we're like, oh, we're stopped floating for some reason. <laughs> blimp technology came so far in those 30 years. <laughs> Uh, yeah, things fly. It, it, look, it, it's gonna happen, right? <laughs> I'm sorry, I want to make sure I didn't <laughs> caught that last part. Things fly, things fly, <laughs> look, things look, fly, look, things fly, it's things gonna fall. happen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired. I should have let you go <laughs> with that. Uh, it was probably just some freak occurrence yeah. that happened, and that's the end of the air. Tra- I mean, it probably it probably wasn't anyone's fault. Well, also probably or not that. was yeah. it? Thank you. Okay. Or was it? I was like, it sounds like you're trying to cover for somebody. I uh, yeah, <laughs> my uncle yeah. sunk the Hindenburg. Yeah. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, I just found this out. My uncle Joseph von Hindenburg. <laughs> kind of a family secret yeah. is that <laughs> someone in my family sunk the Hindenburg. <laughs> sunk it. Fucking God. <laughs> we gotta finish. Yeah, Jerry's fading fast. <laughs> okay. Yes, my friends. <laughs> I am a, a seamless professional. <laughs> yes, and it was not all sunny. That say some say even to this day that perhaps the Hindenburg was sabotaged. Ooh. Here's the evidence. Blimps don't crash like that. <laughs> Come on. It's going to be some fucking blimp fuel don't melt steel beams. <laughs> <laughs> that is the majority of people who believe that there was a saboteur aboard the Hindenburg or you know, who had sabotaged yeah, yeah. Hindenburg at one point. They're like, well, blimps simply don't explode like that. <laughs> that simply wouldn't happen with the Hindenburg, my favorite blimp. So when the other ones went down, was it in a similar fashion? <laughs> Pretty much. <Yeah>. Okay, so, <laughs> so there is precedent. It's ignoring some historical facts, yeah, but okay. German blimps hadn't done it yet. But also, was this the first hydrogen one? No. no, no okay. all, they've all been hydrogen. Right? Well, there was I a lot of helium so. ones. Yeah, yeah, I, I believe I believe all of the <laughs> the ones that it's okay. like, actually the socialist one might have been helium, hmm. our gas. Yeah, uh, but the yeah, people's gas. <laughs> the people's gas. Oh, I gotta pay my bill. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but the other thing is that there's, you know, there's political intrigue in Balg. Maybe someone blew up the Hindenburg to besmirch the good name of Nazi Germany. <laughs> no. <laughs> the Nazis? No. Come on. Those guys were funny, dude. <laughs> they were joking. 
Uh, so the one of the issues with trying to figure out who could have sabotaged uh, the Hindenburg is that... Anyone on board? Everyone on board, <laughs> but then half of them died. So, like... So it makes I, it could be a suicide thing. It could be suicide a suicide mission. thing, sure. Uh, the crew was always the the surviving members of the crew would be like, well, no one on the crew would do it, so it had to have been a passenger. It was a sabotage. <laughs> we like everyone on the crew. Yeah, no one dude. on the crew would. They're do my it. boys. I don't know. So the, they hate crashing. So they, t- uh, they tell me that every day. <laughs> <laughs> why would Why would Hans do it? He's yeah. always talking about how yeah. much he hates. He's explosions. on record saying he didn't want to die in an explosion. <laughs> Before every flight, we put our hands in together and say one, two, three, don't crash. No break. Uh, so then one of the uh, number one passenger suspects was a man called Joseph Spa, a vaudevillian who himself jumped to, to safety. Uh, uh, Spa, uh, for one thing, had a dog in, the, in like the compartment and con- and kept going to check on the dog. And people thought that was suspicious. Well, I, I don't know. Like, the fact that they're like, why do you need to feed a dog more than once every other day? <laughs> <laughs> they were just like, that's how they treated animals. Oh, oh, do you need to go back and hit it with a hammer? Uh, Has it been bad? <laughs> <laughs> the Hollywood elites and their dogs. Yeah. There's also pampering. So the idea is that he was using the dog as an excuse to go like mess Fuck with, with shit. wires. And, and <laughs> he was using his vaudeville skills to scale wires and rig bombs, I guess. I They're giving so much like superpowers to this fucking Yeah, well, you ever guy. seen a vaudeville show? They do a lot. Okay. <laughs> They're pretty talented. Yeah, fair enough. Um but yeah, he also had he also had told a few anti-Nazi jokes along the way. Oh, <laughs> I love that. I love, I love, I love that. being canceled for your jokes and <laughs> anti-Nazi. That guy was making jokes about Hitler and how he had one testicle. I'm pretty sure he blew up this blimp. They must have been pretty fresh Nazi jokes. <laughs> Nazi? You know? Oh yeah. man, we've had jokes about the poles forever, but. <laughs> So yeah, they were like, this guy maybe has some like communist sympathies or whatever, which I think also might have been the case with him. He was an actor, of course. Uh, But there's no real evidence to support this. And apparently he was very hurt when he found out that this theory existed. Emotionally? Yeah. Well, Well, actually, according to his wife. Or then his legs started. (laughs) According to his wife, he was on a ladder when he heard this theory and he fell off. Okay. I was so shocked. No, 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 you're moving on too quickly. I all the world, think, all the world's a stage. So he, about a he, actor he overacted. Who hears that? There's like, they think I did. Whoa! He, he got scared. Stupid. <laughs> we can end the episode now. That's all I wanted to get out. Wow. Guy fell off a ladder. Well, do we have shit. any theories? Can we solve the? Can, can we solve this open cold case? A few. Wait, a few more. Uh, some people think Hitler did it. <laughs> To, like, play the victim? You know, honestly, I feel like if you go down as conspiracy theories for long enough, Hitler did like it some people up. think Hitler did it. That's care. some three-dimensional chess. <laughs> to blow up the Hindenburg to be like, America blew up the Hindenburg. <laughs> uh, and all of this actually became... So somebody wrote this big article in the 60s being like, here are, is the definitive, this guy sabotaged the Hindenburg piece. That was bullshit, for the mm-hmm. record. Sure. Guy named Ernst... Uh, Lost his last name. He didn't do it. Doesn't matter. <laughs> he didn't do it, but he publishes this thing, and then that piece becomes a movie in 1975. Starring uh, George so he, e. got, Scott. he got uh, besmirched. What did they? How did they claim he did it? Uh, or why? To, to fight the Nazis okay. or something. You know. Oh look, I, look. I guess it's. I'll do a lot for this podcast, but I will not watch a 1970s <laughs> disaster movie. Is it a good look or a bad look to have the Hindenburg, Hindenburg crash pinned on you? <laughs> um. 
You know, honestly, net neutral. With yeah. I think about the Hindenburg, it's a loser because it crashed. It wasn't supposed to do that. Yeah. But the people on board the Hindenburg were what, like, they were regular folk, regular Nazi folk. Yeah. They were. Oh, I see. I, mean, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't realize. Yeah, they're Nazis this whole time. <laughs> Wait, that wasn't supposed to be a twist. Well, I've been saying the word well, Nazi. An they awful weren't. Lot. But all those group social meetings were to kind of like. <laughs> there was a lot of pamphlets. Wait, these have been Nazis we've been making fun of this whole time. <laughs> oh, you've changed your tune a little bit. Wait. It seems so. Okay, so we're just supposed to believe it was nobody's fault. <laughs> Sometimes random acts of God happen. I think it was God's fault. Wow. Mm. Interesting. Well, the, the blimp flew too close to the sun and. Oh, that's what happened. Yeah. <laughs> Icarus. Yeah, how much wax was wax used wings. in the making of it? It touched the sun. That's what happened. <laughs> that's so bad for balloons. <laughs> that's what that's what happens when you let them go. They fly up into space and they touch the sun. Wow. Well, that's poetic. Thanks for the loser, Joe. Hey, anytime, You're, pal. Hey, you shoot for the the sun, you land in the stars. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for listening <laughs> to my smooth transition <laughs> out of this podcast. Oh, we're still really using hot air balloons. There seems to be something. Yeah, just, I I think it's just that we we ain't using a lot of. Uh, obviously not on a. Yeah. Commercial. Remember when that that little boy got trapped in one? Yeah, but he didn't though. Yeah, that is was that what fake. it was? It was yeah. fake. He didn't get trapped in the balloon. Wow, another person trying to besmirch the good name of balloon <laughs> travel. <laughs> what is this conspiracy about balloons? Is that it's more environmentally friendly than planes? I have a theory that any balloon crash is uh, just the the doing of a party pooper. <laughs> we kind of forgot that there's a lot of party poopers walking amongst us. Yeah, dude. And they look just like us. <laughs> they sound just like us. <laughs> you never know if somebody around you might be a party pooper. <laughs> look to your left. Oh, <laughs> I, guess I, your right. I guess I should have meant to this that obviously people stopped using blimps after this. Yeah. Yeah. This was a big thing. Even like the, the second Hindenburg that I mentioned, the 130... Uh, it got it got a couple times around the track, you know, flew some spy missions or whatever. But eventually, the war effort kicks in, and Hermann Goering is like, "Give me, let me inhale some of that sweet, sweet hydrogen." <laughs> I mean, imagine it. Be, it's like the next day at your balloon job, you're the other Hindenburg. It's they like, completed it yeah. within months of they completed Hindenburg two. The other Graf Zeppelins they made, they completed it so quickly after the Hindenburg. It was like they were like, "I am the finishing touches." What's this? What's this down the wire? <laughs> okay, so they didn't build it to replace the first Hindenburg. No, it was being built. Uh, oh, it had been boy. planned for a ver- for years because it takes a long time to build these fucking things. And by the time it was finished, the Hindenburg it just had, had blown up. So they're like, and, maybe let's put a pin in this whole thing. Yeah. Well, I feel like day one, all the operators are like, ah, I actually have a wedding I forgot about. <laughs> if you could cover my shift yeah. at Hindenburg 2 tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Hindenburg 2 is great. <laughs> <laughs> hey this is jeff from work sorry to reach out like this but i'm looking for someone to cover my shift <laughs> i'll t- i'll fly the hindenburg anytime after this if you want me to yeah yeah like i, I can do i can do a double next week i'm just sorry it's just so important to me. Wow. well thanks everybody for listening and joe for that introduction of that great loser that's introduction introduction conclusion <laughs> middle the middle part <laughs> it's been a while rising since I've... action falling action i write and i i to be clear i write all of these as five paragraph essays <laughs> yeah. and i put my weakest point right in the middle it's like my third grade teacher taught me
Uh, well, we've done it. Yeah, and thanks to the uh, Lincoln Lodge Podcast Network and uh, all you wonderful, wonderful listeners. Yeah. Go online and, and give us a, an iTunes rating. That's kind of stagnant lately. Uh, Follow us on twitter.com slash AJLpod. Joey's toiling. He's all, all times of night. Making good content. I on that. tweet. You follow us. I tweet thirty times an hour. Yeah, <laughs> I will destroy your feed. <laughs> I won't stop tweeting. Mostly song lyrics that make me sad. You're like, is this podcast having a manic episode? <laughs> well, that's been American Journal of Losers. Yeah, follow us on Facebook. We'll uh, don't follow uh, that. Don't touch my. Rob Facebook. us blind. Uh, do not yeah, even yeah. spin don't, on me. Beat me in the street. <laughs> don't look me up on Facebook. I don't exist. On the Facebook. only people using Facebook anymore are uh, grandmas and incredibly attractive women. <laughs> <laughs> the yin and the yang. <laughs> hey, if you ask me, those grandmas are incredibly attractive women. Yeah. Wow. Well, thanks everyone for listening. We we'll talk to you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye.